successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. I appreciate you joining us today as well on iTunes and TuneIn Radio as well as on GrillNationShow.com. Hope you're having a great start of your summer. We've passed the 4th of July, so I guess we're at the midway point now, but um, hope you enjoyed your holiday week weekend last weekend and are getting back to the grind here in Kansas City and throughout the country. Um, really fun show today. Uh, very excited to have two great guys here in studio today. Our first segment, actually, after we uh, get through our Promos and uh, talking about the show, we are going to have on Clifton Alexander, who's the owner of Reactor Design Studio. He's the overseer of the awesomeness that makes up Reactor. They're a premier print design studio and creator of epic brands here in Kansas City. Their office is located downtown, and their website is reactorkc.com. Clifton is a uh, thought leader in the space and is going to be doing a segment uh, at least once a month with us here uh, talking about what he's doing in Kansas City and also kind of we'll get into some deeper issues in future segments with him. But today I want to really talk to him about his background, what his company does, uh, and kind of highlight some of the projects they've worked on here in Kansas City. A lot of the cool things you see happening here in town, uh, they had a hand on their website. It's really cool. And as as their code word says at the top of it, it's it's epic. Again, Reactor is a creative design studio here in Kansas City located downtown. And their website is reactorkc.com. We're going to have Clifton Alexander uh, on with me here in a second. After Clifton, we're going to have on Eric Willie, who's the managing, uh, was the managing partner at uh, Cleaver and Cork. He is now the uh, concierge at One Light Apartments, where I live, and uh, a good friend of mine. Eric is a, a just a genius when it comes to restaurant touring and uh, wine in here in Kansas City, and so. We're going to have him on to talk about all the things going on downtown and what he does with One Light and also really kind of get into kind of some of his recommendations on some really cool restaurants to go to that are uh, some of his favorites. Also, I believe we'll talk about some wine with him and uh, have some fun with Eric Willie from One Light, who's just a great guy in Kansas City and does really just touches pretty much everything in the food and beverage industry as well as kind of the amenities industry here in town and uh just a really good guy so i'm excited to have him on the show we're gonna have some fun with eric after uh clifton uh want to just briefly mention uh very excited i'm going to be going to aspen colorado for the socrates program at the aspen institute uh here actually in the next few days uh somehow i got accepted into the program and got a scholarship but it's going to be really cool talking about democracy in the digital age with people from all across the United States and the world, ages 28 to 45. I've uh, never been to the Institute, but I've heard it's amazing things. They just had the Aspen Ideas Festival uh, recently. Um, so I'm excited to go to that, and I will definitely let you all know how it went uh, because uh, I'm really excited to see what's going on in other parts of the country and to learn from 
other people uh, on what's going on in the United States. So very excited to be doing that. Well, you can connect with me again on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. And before we get to Clifton, I want to briefly mention our partners and supporters of Grill Nation with Jason Grill. They are Trust, Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash is a guest host and contributor, Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer is a contributor, The Rieger KC, and Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, a guest host and contributor, Kansas City Power and Light District, and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thank you for your support in partnership with Grill Nation. Show. I also want to introduce one of our our newest guests, contributors, men about town, awesomeness, 101. Uh, Clifton Alexander is in studio, who is the owner and creator uh, of Reactor Design Studios. Again, their website is reactorkc.com. What's up, Clifton? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Good to see you, man. Um, I appreciate you listening. Clifton was actually a listener to the show when I saw him in a meeting the other day, and it really made me happy. I knew I had at least one really awesome <laughs> listener. Uh, but he's just a great guy, and uh, we've worked on, we're going to be working on some projects together. And uh, you've been around with uh, Reactor for quite a while now, about 13 years, right? Yeah. Uh, just last Friday was our 13 year anniversary. You know, they, they say if you make it past five years, you're good, and then 10, and then what happens after 13, 15? I don't even know. So, briefly, uh, kind of talk to us about what your company does and, and and what kind of projects you work on here in town and nationally too. you guys touch everything. We, we, we're all over the place. Um, so we are, we call ourselves a design studio. We're really trying to think beyond that is really more than just a design firm or a design company here in town. We say that we like to inspire our clients in the community to think differently about design. Mm -hmm. So not just creating design, but also how do you think differently about that? And how do you go uh, to a different level? How do you challenge the status quo when it comes to design and branding? Mm-hmm. Um, those are the primary functions that we produce is design, branding, um, and pretty much anything associated with that. You guys are located downtown. What's that been like for you? Yeah, we moved down to the crossroads about three years ago. Uh, yeah, about three, three and a half years ago. And it's been incredible for us. Just the vibe of that area of town we host first friday shows in our gallery space that we have in our office and being in that part of town in the essentially the creative district is incredible for us we love the vibe we love how the growth is happening on it i mean it seems like basically every day a new brewery or something is opening up around the corner from us Um, we are just constantly surrounded by interesting people great events great restaurants food uh, it's a great scene, right? Students. Great scene. It's great Love for it. a company like yours with yeah. energy, right? Oh, That's yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, so you have a kind of an art background. Is that right? I do. I went, I went to art high school, a boarding arts high school, and I really? studied visual arts. I studied ceramics and photography and sculpture and uh, things like that. And then I was accepted to the Kansas City Art Institute here in Kansas City for those uh, same types of things, but I knew that I wanted to be a graphic designer. That's what I wanted out of all of that. I used the visual art side to push into that career of graphic design because I knew I could get a good job. I could make good money while also creating art every day, which was to me very important. Mm-hmm. So you kind of did you know what you wanted to do then as a child or uh, growing up? I, I <laughs> if you ask my mom about that. She might reference the time when I was maybe 10 or 12 and I designed a logo for her insurance company she was working for, right? So I guess it was in my blood from from way back in the day, even though that's what wasn't what I was studying in high school. 
learning through the visual arts and in that process moved me into graphic design. Well, I knew for an early age. What was that like going to a uh, arts academy through high school? It was uh, it was incredible. It's kind of unique. It was great. Right? It was very unique. We mm-hmm. had um, I had friends from all over the world. Literally, they were fifteen year old kids from. Uh, Taiwan or Bulgaria, whose parents sent them to America to go to boarding school, to an art school. And the the talent at that school is absolutely incredible. And the people that I went there with are are doing some amazing things in the world today mm-hmm. uh, after leaving that school and going on to college and that sort of thing. So being around not just incredible artists of all uh, discipline, but being around other cultures and um, kids who barely spoke English was very cool experience mm-hmm. a learning a lot experience. of people don't get that experience in right kansas yeah. city it was very cool so this was in in southern california so okay so yeah so where are you from originally so bo- i was born in chicago okay but i moved to california when i was five and so i i consider myself from california well there you go that's where I, that's where i grew up that's where i <laughs> made my mark on the world so to speak before i came off to college uh ended up in college here in kansas city at, at the age of 18 interesting stuff we're talking to clifton alexander we'll be right back after the break with more with him uh from reactor design studio thanks for listening we're great like a man on the wire can't stop laughing keep them going crazy though tv and the radio been watching since a baby so i'm representing casey mo Welcome back to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com as well as on GrillNationShow.com and iTunes and TuneIn Radio. You can find all of our shows, podcasts, photos of our guests, information, partners, and supporters at GrillNationShow.com. I appreciate everyone for joining us today again and for uh, all the visitors we've had to the website. It's been really awesome. Also, check out all of our photos from our guests. I post them to the Instagram page as well at GrillNationShow. We're talking to Clifton Alexander, who is a um, thought leader in the design space. He is the owner of Reactor Design Studio. He calls himself a creative Chuck Norris, if you will. Uh, his website is reactorkc.com. Uh, welcome back to the show, Clifton. Thank you. Thanks for having so me. So we were talking about you're a Southern California guy, but you went yeah. to the KC Art Institute. Yeah. So yeah. you moved here in in the late 90s. What was the experience like? Obviously, we, we know that the humidity is worse here. The weather isn't Terrible. perfect, but um, yeah. what was that like for you? I mean, you, you've you've stayed here, which I think is I encouraging because, you know, a lot of things have changed since when you came here in, in, in the late 90s. A lot has changed. Um, I did decide to stay here after college. I think it was a somewhat of a conscious decision, one being the, the town I was living in in California was a very small town. I, I wasn't sure I could get a job there, that sort of thing, and I knew – scene here but i also really liked kansas city it has a way of of holding on to people when they move here from out of the out of the area and i've known a lot of people like me that have moved here from other more exotic places who've just stayed here the the charm and the the feeling of a small town but still having all the amenities of a big town i think is what really gets it we have our pro sports we have incredible arts we have all those things but we still feel like a very small town Mm -hmm. you know when you go to the restaurant down the street, you'll probably run into a few people, you know? That's yeah. Right. And so it is very community oriented, but still has all the big amenities of a big city. I think you're right. I think that is true. Um, you know, just getting around and, and I mean, just doing different things in the city. It's just beautiful place. Yeah. So you kind of worked in the agency world, but then you started your own business. What was that like as an entrepreneur? It was uh, a bit 
scary, a bit different. Because you could have just hopped around to different agencies your I whole career. I easily could. The, the company that I was working with offered me a job when they split off from from that said company. They offered me to go with them, and I said, you know, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to try something on my own. That was exactly 13 years ago, almost to the day, and I've never looked back since. And it, it, it So it was scary at the time because I was very young. I was 25, 26, I think. And I, I had never been in a position of leadership in the companies I worked in. I hadn't spent a lot of time with clients. I'd never built a proposal before. I didn't know what my companies were charging for my services. Right. And That's so always interesting. I've had to figure out all of that stuff over the years, uh, little by little. It takes a long time. So you really are kind of a, a, a brander and designer, a marketing guru at heart. Um, and, and you guys work on all kinds of materials, not just digital, right? You do a lot. You still do. We still do print. a lot of of tangible design work, is what we like to call it. Those are the things you can touch and feel and and smell. And i i have a I have a philosophy or a thing that I say to to everyone is digital is great, and we love digital. I'm a big believer in it. But throughout the entire history of humankind, we have communicated via personal face-to-face or through touch or through our senses. And we can't just assume that all of a sudden the instincts that are built into humans are just going to change because we now have things that are virtual over over a course of 10 years or something, right? Mm-hmm. Where all of a sudden big brands and, and all brands alike are saying, well, let's just do everything digital. But forgetting about the, the inherent human nature of personal face-to-face communication. And so that comes in with the touchable, tangible materials that we create, everything from business cards to you name it, everything we create has some level of additional uh, tangibleness to it. And it's based on that sort of human nature of wanting to be able to touch and feel something. Um, so we're, we're just not so inclined to be a hundred percent digital in our lives. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've, you've worked with a lot of big companies a lot of yep. smaller companies yep. probably throughout the years. Um, talk to me about some of your uh, some of your projects you've worked on. Kind of give us a flavor of some of the things you've done to help other companies out. Um, you know, and some of the things you you can produce. Yeah. So uh, one of our clients that is a pretty well known name around town is Commerce Bank. We mm-hmm. started doing work for them. We did maybe one project. I don't know, ten years ago or something. <laughs> one small project. Right. And now we do a lot of work for them. We've been working with them ever since. We don't we don't handle their general big advertising budgets. We do smaller one off projects. We do direct marketing and direct mail for them. We do we've designed all their credit cards recently. We do a whole lot of smaller projects for a bunch of different people over there that handle their own pieces. So there's Commerce Bank. We do a lot of work for them. Uh, and then the other thing we do a lot of work with is. Uh, galas and nonprofits and that sort of thing. So we do the KVC gala every year. That's a pretty big to do. We're working currently on the summer white party with the Nelson Atkins Mm -hmm. and the, um, some other events for those guys. We do a lot of that kind of work. And then just your straight up branding. We will, uh, we're just signed a contract to totally rebrand a school recent, uh, a college. Mm -hmm. Literally, I can't tell you the name right now, but uh, we're going to change their name and their logo and everything about that. Well, that'll be fun. Um, so this, this is going to be a fun project. So we can go through from anything that's just a small one-off uh, print type of project, like an invitation to an event and branding that, or we can go into a larger organization and we can help them with their naming and the research and uh, the brand and all their collateral materials and everything that comes out of that in the end. 
I've you sat in I've in. sat in with Clifton on a uh, a brainstorm once. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. fun. It's fun to throw ideas off of each other. Uh, we're talking to Clifton Alexander, who's the owner of the Reactor Design Studio. Their website is reactorkc.com. He's uh, been in business now for 13 years. An entrepreneur has a good team. How is your team? You have a pretty interesting entrepreneurial office culture. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about this recently about the being entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. About how each of us essentially handles our own part of the company and we're a very we're still a pretty small company we have six to uh, full-time people we're hiring a seventh person coming up here and we have a bunch of interns and things like that but every person is is really has a lot of responsibility in a smaller company so we've been talking a lot about that recently is this entrepreneurship and how you can um, come up with new ideas and think about new ways to do things and help to implement those through the company just because we all, we all have a voice Mm -hmm. and that's really the biggest part of that. And I think that's what we all like about working there. I think uh, that's what I like about it anyways. Um, I am never a a team of one and I have all, I have minions (laughs) behind me. Uh, Every decision that I make, I run by the team and we talk about things and we, we grow this thing together. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a pretty, uh, it's a group exercise, so to speak. When did you, uh, when did you actually hire people when you started the company when you started up yeah it was about a year maybe two years in i hired chase who's still with me that was 10 uh, over 10 years ago and then it was just me and chase for a while Mm -hmm. as i was still trying to figure out how do i that's always the issue i've I've had that same issue yeah you're trying to you start (laughs) you start generating revenue yeah uh, and you're making a, a good living and then it's always that point with an entrepreneur or business where they have to decide okay am i gonna just kind of be a consultant, which is kind of what I've done, where are you actually going to grow and, right. and take on that responsibility right. and manage people? Right. Uh, and it's just it's just a decision you have to make because yeah. you end up creating more revenue and creating more jobs and getting more business when you have yeah. more people to help you because you can't, you can't build yeah. thousands of hours, you know? Yeah, and we finally got smart about it and decided to start thinking about growth from a real standpoint, and we worked with some consultants to help us figure out the business side of things. I'm more of a, an art guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so it was the payroll it was and all the to, yeah. stuff. Isn't your, isn't your <laughs> no. game there. So it was one to two of us for the first nine years. Yeah. And then we made a turnaround and really started focusing on the business part. How do you run an, an active business? And so then in the last four years, we've bumped up to six, now seven people full time and four interns. So we've, we've expanded significantly in the last three to four years the first nine years was just about figuring out how to how to build a business and how right. to build connections and and what do we want our our key selling piece points to be. You know? What what has been your favorite part of uh of owning Reactor and and being a leader there? I know I know what your negative is going to be, but I want to ask you what what's the most positive <laughs> thing is of having I, and running your own company and working with whoever you want to work with. I would assume would be interesting. I would, I, I love being in control of the destiny, right? Not being in control of people, but being in control of my own destiny. Mm-hmm. I can choose whether we take on a client or not. Now, a lot of times we choose to, yes, because we just need the revenue, but I can choose at the end of the day, I can say, no, we don't need that client or no, or we want to go after this type of industry or um, we can do that sort of thing. And so working with the great employees that I have, I love, I love the friendships and the camaraderie and everything that we build based on that. And then being able to have us as a group and me specifically be able to control where we go from here is very cool. Mm-hmm. I love owning a gallery in the crossroads. That's like the coolest thing in the world. Right. I love those sorts of things. So that's that's the plus side for everyone yeah. that's sitting in a cubicle listening to the show today. 
who's, <laughs> who's tired of doing the same thing. What is the negative of what is what is one thing you didn't expect that has been kind of something that um, is not been the best of owning your own company? I think dealing with paying the bills on a regular basis, invoices, invoices, <laughs> and getting our own invoices out. You know, and so I started to get smart about those things, and now I we have people in place that are in charge of all those things mm-hmm. of invoicing, collecting money, and and Admin. managing yep. all that stuff. And so um, we are working towards making those things more pro grade, more professional, which helps us in the in the end. So those things, I, I always hated dealing with those things. I think I think having employees is tricky. I'm a very uh, personable kind of person, and mm-hmm. so. But when you get six people, seven people who are really passionate about the job, things are going to happen. It's no big deal. We get through it, and we work through things, and we have um, uh, we all go to the Royals game. We have a good time, and, and we're all good friends. But mm-hmm. having employees and and um, is trickier than maybe I thought it would be. Right. And dealing with things like um, leave policies and all that sort of stuff. So. You got it all. Well, yeah. Clifton Alexander, a reactor design studio, reactorkc.com is going to be on once a month with us here on Grill Nation Show. Appreciate you coming on the show and uh, looking forward Thank you. to having you on. Thanks. We'll be right back on Grill Nation. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder. I just want to chill, got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Showed her how to whip and now she remixed it for Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill on 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Also appreciate you joining us today on GrillNationShow.com as well as on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. You can connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. So I'm available on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Snapchat. Uh, just look for Jason Grill. I want to thank our partners and supporters again of Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. They are Trust. Bank of Kansas City, The Bash Group, Andrew Bash, guest coaching contributor. Catalyst Government Affairs, Danny Pfeiffer, contributor. The Rieger KC and Re- Jay Rieger & Co., Ryan Maybe, guest coaching contributor. Uh, saw him actually uh, a few days ago. We, we had talked about some show ideas and everything as well with Ryan. Kansas City Power and Light District and Two West Advisors and Ryan Rink. Thanks for your support of the Grill Nation show. So we just came off of a uh, couple big weeks here in Kansas City. Summer obviously is in full swing. We had the 4th of July uh, earlier uh, earlier this week. Uh, and from time to time, we obviously like to talk to the folks who are doing really great things here in Kansas City and uh, always always kind of know what's going on in town. And one of them is Eric Willie, who is the uh, is now the concierge kind of extraordinaire guy at One Line. Right, Eric? <laughs> Uh, yep, at one night. We, um, I've kind of peeled off a little bit of Cleveland Quark and, uh, you know, with, uh, two light going up, um, as we speak, we thought it was essential to start building the concierge program, uh, for one light and two light and the, the future residential, um, towers downtown. So Eric has been on the show from time to time. We had him on when he was, uh, way back when he was at Blue Stem. Yeah. Uh, as the general manager of Blue Stem. And, uh, you know, I haven't, I don't think I've been back there since you left. Well, you need to go. It's still a great place. Um, and I'm sure we could still get you some chicken fingers on the, some biscuits and gravy for you. Although I'm seeing that more now. Yeah. There are some brunches now that do it around town. Yeah. So uh, he was there, and then um, he, he's he been in the golfing world for a while, and then he also was the managing partner of Cleaver and Cork for um, a while. Now, 
So what what's going on in Kansas City right now with the restaurant scene? Are you are you think we're making progress on everything we're doing right now? Yeah, there's still there's a lot of great restaurant openings. You know, I felt like uh, probably about three four years ago it was like one after the other. Uh, you know, and it's still continuing to grow. Um, mm-hmm. There's some some great spots. Uh, Jack's is one of my favorite spots. If I'm going down for uh, seafood or Monday night is dollar uh, fifty oyster night. Yeah, it's went down there last week. Night. Yeah, great. I went there uh, for brunch a couple of weeks ago and had uh, their basically their takeoff uh, chicken and waffles, mm-hmm. which was fried oyster and waffles. Was, oh wow, it was delicious. See, the problem with Jack's is, is that you take your girlfriend there, you take friends there, they want to go every week, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's very addicting, um, but it's a great spot. And uh, I went to um, a place called Ollie's Local. We had Eddie yeah. Crane, who's a restaurant tour and um, music guy, on the show a few weeks ago. And so I went down there um, last weekend, and it was incredible. Yeah. Like it's the he he explains it as the bar that everyone's been to before, right? But the the food was exceptional. Yeah. Um, they have a brunch there too, and they have the uh, biscuits and gravy with the chicken finger. So, oh, do they? Um, or or fried chicken. Was that for your request? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's interesting because they had live music at five o'clock, five to seven on Saturdays, which um, it's kind of cool because you get kind of. If you don't want to go out late at night, stay out like till God knows when. It's hard to find local music, right? Like actual people singing their own songs. Uh, so that was cool. So I mean, I think there's a lot of interesting things happening. Um, I tell you what, at one night I get really uh, lazy and just go to Costantino's a lot. I know we've talked about that. Oh uh, yeah, it's you know I, I love that that's the grocery store. I mean, they have everything really. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a great market. You can get food basically any time of day. Yeah, I just realized they had a Euros there the other uh, day, and uh, I got a burger there on the 4th of July. It was great. Yeah, I get a Euro at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so you've now been uh, at One Light for, uh, we've both been there for about six or seven months. I mean, what what are your thoughts on kind of the community? You know, and, and we've, we see each other randomly. Um, it's kind of funny because there's, what, 300 units in there? Yeah, 300, and, 307 units in, in One Light. And uh, I I don't feel like it's it's so it's not that crowded to me. It doesn't feel crowded at least. Yeah, the, all uh, the units being full. It's a uh, I mean it's a big space. There's a lot of mini spaces. Obviously the uh, the pool and the pool deck and the mm-hmm. outdoor grilling areas and uh, you know I think the the, the community at One Light is is vibrant and strong. Um, you know one of my responsibilities as concierge is really to uh, put on resident events and and try to connect residents uh, with one one uh, with one another and yeah. And you've been doing that a lot. Yeah. I get a lot of emails from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have a one of the things that One Light does that's it's really obviously got a lot of amenities, but you're trying to really grow the, the concierge program for the for the residents. Um, talk to me about some of the events that you've had recently, and then let's get into some in the future that you're excited about. So some of my, uh, you know, we do monthly wine tastings, which are great. Um, beer tastings, some whiskey, some stuff for the guys. Uh, we like to bring in outside vendors uh, from downtown to kind of support and show um, what they have to offer. So we've had we've had a few of those. Who have we had? Uh, Bristol has um, been a really great partner. Um, Yard House. Um, we've done some reverse happy hours and some traditional happy hours with them. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of great events. You've uh, had some some events with like uh, fashion people too, right? Yeah. So we've been in uh, Casey Garment District, mm-hmm. and they kind of did a, a spring uh, summer fashion show mm-hmm. and. Um, it's where residents could buy, uh, you know, their 
their swimsuits for the summer. Yeah, and you also did a Royals game. I know that. Yeah, we just had a, a Royals outing uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, in September we have one with uh, Sporting Kansas City, and mm. we actually have one with the Chiefs uh, against the Titans, December eighteenth. You're planning some. You're really planning in, far in advance. Um, and then you guys, what what are these things you're doing with? Uh, you told me about with um, with the uh, what are they called the 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 video the movie in the pool? Oh yeah, so in July, uh, um, we're gonna do a dive in movie. Uh, so we'll have a giant inflatable screen, and uh, well, residents actually um, they can come in, bring their floaties, and and watch a movie. And so um, I think that's one of the most popular ones that we've had. Uh, oh really? As far as feedback goes, and. We let the residents uh, vote basically on their movie. So, um, you know, I think Goonies is a popular one, uh, <laughs> Sharknado. I didn't even know that you could do this. I, you also had Donut Lines the other day. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go, but, um, I mean, so every, every, it seems like every week there's something. We, we do. We, I try to have at least four to five, uh, resident events, uh, each month. Um, so coming up here in a couple of weeks, we're going to do, uh, the Breakout KC and a Streetcar Pub Crawl. Um, obviously the diving movie. Um, you even have car detailing. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mobile up. car detailing. So you didn't. You don't even have to leave your residence. They'll wash your car right there. Um, also, see, you have the. Uh, you're gonna have more games out there too, right? Let's talk about that. Yeah. So we yard games. Yeah, we just um, purchased a lot of yard games. Uh, spike ball is one of my favorites. Have you played that yet? I have not. No, we I need to get that. We need to get. I that played together. a lot of bags over the holiday. Yeah, bags is, is fun and and easy. Um, spike ball is a little, uh, you know, a little more strenuous. Get a little a better workout. One thing I also want to mention too is you have cooking classes. Yeah, so we've uh, we've had uh, Chef Joe West in to do some uh, ramen. Um, here in August, we have Chef Travis Napier from the Bristol uh, coming over to do a, a fish cooking demo. Wow. Yeah, and then we also have uh, uh, Eric Borger from Malazarone who's going to come up and show um, show the residents how to make pizza. And lastly, I noticed, or one of the last things you guys do is you have uh, contests. So I've never won one, so it's kind of frustrating. But you do. So you <laughs> well, you do, need you to raffle, more often. <laughs> you, know, you raffle off tickets to the uh, concert at Sprint Center. Yeah. So we, we and have, you did Guns and Roses too, I believe. We yeah, we, we ended up getting a suite for Guns and Roses and. Uh, with our partners with the Power and Light District, um, you know we give away tickets to Hot Country Nights, um, the ticketed show. I know we have uh, the Wombats and Thirty Eight Blind coming up this week. Oh, do you? Yeah. So you need to enter, my fantasy, enter to win. My fantasy football team is name is the Wombats. Uh-oh. It's been like that since I was a kid. So uh, I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. It was because we played uh, played little league uh, or wiffle ball in the backyard of a buddy's place way back when me and Mackin did in high school. And, our team name was the Wombats, and it just stuck. There you go. So I saw a guy at the license plate that said Wombats the other day, and I'm like, wow, what is But I didn't know they were in town. I've actually never heard them. I mean, yeah, I've heard great. their songs, but I've never show. seen them in person. Yeah. Where is that one at? It's at the uh, Kansas City Live. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll have to go to that. Um, we're talking to Eric Willie, who's the concierge at One Light. Um, so how many like emails do you get when you do this job? Really? 307 residents. Yeah. I mean, it, it comes through emails, texts, uh, Facebook message, uh, quite a bit, you know, and that's why we're here. Um, you know, the, the concierge is really all encompassing anywhere from restaurant reservations, uh, to tickets for games, uh, you know, to, uh, how do I turn on the TV outside? I get the Royals game on. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Uh, it never got, it did get on actually. Yeah. It did get on. Um, so that's pretty cool. So you guys are doing a lot of great things at a kind of first in class. I don't know if many many units many places do that in town. Yeah, we really took a hard look um, what other um, 
residential buildings are doing in bigger cities, and we really want to become a first-class uh, amenities and concierge program uh, at One Light and extending into Two Light and other our other residential buildings. Now, Two Light, I, I drive by it every day. It looks like it's going up fairly quick. Yeah, Two Light uh, will be ready in March of 18. Okay. Um, it's six months longer than One Light took because we have to build a parking structure. So what you see now is uh, will be a six-floor parking structure uh, first, and then is that they, what they're building now? Yeah. So it looks like they have one floor up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're we're excited. We're getting ready to uh, pre-lease here in September, and so it seems like so far away yet it'll be here before you know it. Yeah. It's pretty amazing to me to watch the. You know, you, you drive by these spaces and you're like, there's no way they're going to put a big unit there. I know, right? And they, they did it with one light, you know, and, and, and now with two light, it just seems like it, you can't build a building there, but it look, it's going to look incredible when it's done. I know. Can't wait. Uh, well, okay. That's very cool. Well, we're talking to Eric Willie all about Kansas City, about one light, about concierge. After the break, um, let's have some fun, Eric. Let's talk. You're a, uh, how do you say it? Sommelier. Some, sommelier. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about some. Some things you should be drinking this summer. Uh, we'll talk more about Kansas City as a whole. Maybe talk about my golf game. Uh, Eric and I actually had the opportunity to go golfing up in Parkville the other day. So You were on fire. I was. I was. <laughs> I played better than I've ever played in a long time. We're talking to Eric Willard. We'll be right back here on Grill Nation. Thanks for listening. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Maybe the streets Welcome back to Grill Nation on Talk 980 AM and Talk980AM.com. Appreciate you joining us for the entire show today. Uh, appreciate you connecting with me as well on Twitter at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. All of our shows, podcasts, photos of our guests, information about our guests, our partners and supporters can be found at GrillNationShow.com. And as always, I appreciate you listening on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. We're continuing our conversation with Eric Willie, who's the a concierge at One Light Luxury Apartments. He also is a master GM and foodie. He's worked at places such as the National, uh, Blue Stem, and Cleaver and Cork in management roles. Um, so, Eric, you're also a wine wine geek, so you know a lot about wine. Um, why is it that everyone is drinking this rosé stuff, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know, every well, girl in Kansas City, and every girl we were in. I was traveling last last couple weeks ago, and everyone on the East Coast was drinking it. Yeah. It's a summer thing, right? Yeah, it is definitely. It's a summer thing. You know, if you, uh, you know, it's it's hot outside. You're a red wine drinker, and um, you don't feel like drinking red wine because it's so hot. You know, mm-hmm. so a rosé kind of bridges that gap for those red wine drinkers. Also, for the white wine drinkers that are looking for something with a little bit more uh, substance, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, so rosé and and rosé has kind of taken on uh, a different. Uh, look, you know, that I did, you know, 10 years ago, uh, where we're getting away from the sweet uh, Behringer White Zens and things like that. So these are nice dry rosés. And um, so, and like really a, a, a thing that's new now, even with rosé, is uh, wine in a can. Okay. It's one of my, my favorite things. So that is new, huh? I've it's, never seen that. It's fairly new. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things where it's just, you know, I think you put, you know, you just have to break people out of their their mantra of thinking that uh that wine in a can uh is, is you know it's, it's the lower, finest it's lower grade you know but they're putting high quality uh rosé and even white wines and some pinot noirs in a can and they're they're meant to drink um 
right away. Um, they're light-bodied wines. Um, so one of my favorites are Underwood Alloy, Alloy Wine Works is a, a nice one, a mm-hmm. nice uh, rosé. So it's like my perfect uh, uh, tailgating wine. Okay, so, yeah, because we have wine in a box. Yeah. <laughs> there actually, there's there's some decent wine in a box as well. Is there? Yeah. You know, I think it it's, has a reputation that it's not yeah, good, it's, right? It has a reputation, but, uh, you know, but now it's, uh, you know, we're making quality wines and Really, it's about the convenience factor. Um, you know, it'd be hard to, uh, if you're sitting by the pool, you know, you don't want a glass, you know, so you can get uh, wine in a can. So what's it been like for you living downtown? I'm I'm just interested to see what your initial impressions are as somebody that has been there now for a while, uh, yeah. over six months. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I, I love it. You know, um, one, you kind of have almost everything at your fingertips. Uh, you know, especially with the streetcar coming online, you can get down to the river market Every Sunday, um, I'll take the streetcar and go and get vegetables from the uh, from the city market. Come back, um, but there's you know with the Kansas City uh, Powerline District, you know there's shows there all the time. Uh, there's entertainment, there's food, there's drinks, there's you know Costantino's mm-hmm. is a great option uh, for getting groceries. And we're uh, seeing more density too. Yeah, not just you guys opening up places, but there also are other people developing apartments, uh, multifamily units, and. Uh, there's going to be many more that are developing in the river market and on the river uh, in the crossroads and whatnot. So that'll be cool. Yeah, it's exciting to be uh, a part of the movement, you know, mm-hmm. from downtown and the growing uh, residential um, down there. And it's it's a lot of fun. When I was sitting on the streetcar this week, I was really just thinking about what it would be like to take it to the plaza if we can get that done. I, uh, I think, and how fast, it, how, how interesting it would be for the city to see how it would change. If if it went you know another three to four miles to the plaza, yeah, I think I think it'll be essential to get that done. Um, you know, and I'm looking forward to being able to take it to the plaza, or UMKC, and the students, and uh, you know, just connect the city even more. You know, I think with the uh, resurgence of downtown and connecting all these communities um, is a, is a vital part. So you basically could take it through Main Street to Westport to uh, Midtown to to the plaza. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and it's. Surprisingly, you know, everyone says it's it's slow. I I think it's pretty fast. It gets you pretty fast to places. Yeah, if you, when the you're, stops aren't very long. Yeah, the stops aren't very long. And you know what I've seen is they've kind of they've dialed in the services. And so you know, I what I've noticed now from when it opened is they used to stop at every stop. Um, they did. But if it uh, if there's nobody at the stop, they'll just continue to go to that stop. And then if you want to get off at that stop, and there's nobody there. You you hit the button and request a stop. So it's getting a lot, a lot, of, lot quicker, you know, and I think, you know, times like yesterday with 4th of July, it was yeah. just jam packed. It was fun to see. Yeah. It's really crowded. Uh, a lot of weeknights, it gets kind of crowded too with people eating out and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was interesting cause usually I like to walk, just get out there and walk. But sometimes, you know, if it's a hundred degrees out, right. it's nice to just jump on there and so much faster. Yeah. So we, uh, one thing Eric used to do in his former life was play a lot of golf. <laughs> you haven't played much recently, but we played the other day. What were your initial thoughts of my uh, golfing game? It was average, but but it 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 made it made do, didn't it? It did. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it took us uh, it took us a few holes to warm up. That but, first uh, that first hole at the Deuce is one of the hardest holes in Kansas City for me to like tee off of to start. It's so so narrow. It is such a narrow uh, hole. You know, I, I I love the Deuce. It's um you know it's a fun course. It's tight. Um, you have to use a lot of different clubs in your bag, and mm-hmm. um, you know it's fun. Like we had we had a great time. We did. Will Gregory was there. Uh, 
probably was the worst of all three of us, I'd have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we had a blast. Um, one of the things I think downtown would really benefit from it if we could get a driving range somehow, an urban driving range down there. That'd be a lot of fun. Like in the West Bottoms or something. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. I, just, I don't know how much that would cost or uh, what it would take, but if more people, if, if you know, if there's 40,000 people living downtown in the next 10, five years or mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, it'd be really cool to have that. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people would use it. I really do because everyone goes all the way out to Top Golf or to the Northland. Right. Um, but having one downtown would be pretty cool. I mean, I mean you see it in other cities. Yeah, and I think as you see the residential grow downtown, uh, you know, it's growing exponentially. That you'll see these types of services uh, coming to downtown um, as the residential the residential grows. Very cool. Um, okay, Eric, any any recommendations for us on places that you think people should try out there that, that you're really excited about? So uh, some of my, my favorite places downtown, uh, my new favorite is uh, Charisse. Have you been there yet? I have not. Yeah, it's a French restaurant um, right on uh, Walnut there, I think in between 11th and 12th Street in the Commerce Building. But one of my uh, one of my favorites, a great happy hour. On Thursdays, if I go there every Thursday, so uh, right now it's twenty dollars. You can get a French dip uh, and two glasses of rosé. So that's on Thursdays. On Thursdays, yeah. You know, I've I've walked by there many times. I've never been in there. Yeah. It's a smaller place, right? Or it, is it bigger? It's a it's a smaller place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, one of my that's one of my favorites. One of your new new favorites. So. Yeah. Um, you know, Westside Local um, across the bridge there. It's still one of my favorites. Um, one of my favorite drink is, uh, establishments right now is Tom's Town. Had, oh right, downtown. Had a lot of fun uh, there, and um, obviously the Rieger. Um, I go there pretty much all the time. Uh, they're, ha- <laughs> they're happier, you know. Their food is just so consistent and so beautiful. That's what everyone says. And, you know, I haven't uh, been there in a while for dinner, but is it still is still killing it? Yeah, it's still killing it. It's still good stuff. Uh, Eric, Eric's uh, great to have you in studio again, man. You uh, you know it. You know pretty much everyone in Kansas City. You work hard, man. I <laughs> sometimes right. I see you and I'm just like. This guy must never sleep. <laughs> um, seriously, because yesterday, Fourth of July, I saw you out there growing. Yeah, and I'm just like, man. Well, that's why living downtown and working downtown, you know, it's all it's all right there. So, um, you know, I don't, I never have to commute, so that saves time. You know, oh, right. It gets me out there networking and have fun. So, Eric Willie, who's a concierge at One Light, check it out at OneLightKC.com. Um, it is rented out right now. Apartments are all gone, but the Two Light is yeah. is opening up here uh, in the next few years. Really great concierge, really great stuff going on there at One Light. I appreciate you coming on Grill Nation. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for joining us today on Grill Nation. Again, you can check out all of our old shows at grillnationshow.com and connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care, guys. Hey.